Hi, I'm Alexandra Yuhas. This is the fourth emergency episode of We Need Gentle Truths for Now. The podcast engages in radical digital media literacy by enjoying a bite of education and a bit of poetry, creating humane responses to fake news and social media in the era of COVID-19. This extra episode is made during a time of uprising following the murders of George Floyd, Ahmed Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Tony McDade, and countless other African-Americans at the hands of the police. During the first week of protest here in Brooklyn, I sent an email to Kathy James. She facilitates the group Poets of Course, a New York City-based collective of intellectually disabled adults who write poetry. The group began working with the Fake News Poetry Project in 2018. We've made scores of poems, videos, and audio recordings about the relations between disability, social media, lies, oppression, and expression. For an emergency podcast, would the group be willing to write and share some poetry around the hard truth, Black Disabled Lives Matter? We begin with Gerard G. reading his poem, Black Lives Matter. It is one of many poems generated by the group's conversation around hard truth number 44 for my primer of digital media literacy. As the project hopes, this collective engagement in service of art making leads to more conversation. We listen in as Gerard and his mother Vanessa Grant use his poetry as a vehicle, receptacle, an excuse to teach, learn, and listen. Together, they discuss safety and danger for Black men in America. We are granted permission to hear one Black mother's rendition of The Talk, reinforcing her family's daily practices of staying safe, reiterating lessons about a fundamental hard truth concerning the threats of police violence for the gentle Black man who is her son. Their honest dialogue also manifests a hard truth about my hopes for pedagogy. In hard truth number 18, I state, a cultural change about how we make sense of information is required. Here are Gerard and Vanessa recording on Zoom from their home in Queens, New York. My name is Gerard and my poem is Black Lives Matter. Black people die every year from drugs, violence, and AIDS. Black people die every year from police chokeholds and death row like that got to go. Sometimes racist Trump says black never lives matter because Martin Luther King Jr. Malcolm X needs to have their speeches scatter. It's always time to stop all the racist jokes because in the real world, it ain't no hoax. When it's time for the black revolution to start the fight, it's time for them to take it to the light. Between black folks always briefing with white folks in different states, I'm all around them in every day. Don't mean I changed my way, because if I was in the mood for love, like God is still up above, I might as well fly high like a dog. Introduce yourself, King. Hi, my name is Javar Grant, and it's nice to know you. And good afternoon. I'm Vanessa Grant, Gerard's mother. Now, this is a nice poem that you've written, Gerard, on uh, racism. Now, I, as your mother, I'm very concerned about your safety, G, and um, especially since you have a disability and you have, don't, and you have a difficult time sometimes expressing yourself. That's why I don't like you to go many places alone. 
because you have two strikes against you. You're a black male, and you're a black male with a disability. Yeah. So, as your mother, you know, I'm very protective of you. I don't want anything to happen to you. And there was an incident back in, what year was that? 20? 2010. In, in, in 2010, uh, Gerard was coming home from classes when he was at Pace University, and an incident occurred on the train where the police were involved. At that particular time, Gerard didn't have jewelry to identify himself. And when he was approached by the police, he did not know what to say. His first reaction was to get away from them. So he started fighting with the police, which led to an arrest. They beat him up, and then they took him to the hospital. Thank God they didn't kill him that day. They beat him up pretty bad, but they didn't kill him. And after that, you know, his father bought a jury for him that identifies him and the fact that he's autistic. Now, again, I say I, I'm very concerned for him because it's a lot of racism going on, and it's worse now than ever before. And with the recent death of George Floyd and the slogan that's being used, Black Lives Matter. Yes, Black Lives Matter. Yes. We have to be really careful, right, Jay? Yeah, we got to be careful because a lot of racism everywhere around the world, like the dangerous world we live in, it's not okay, it's not safe, but please stay in our home so you don't have to get hurt by no racist people. You know what I'm saying? Yes, That's I know. straight up real. And yeah. I post, uh, stay safe at home with my black family, like I'm trying to survive here. You know what I'm saying? That which means, I got to do something positive for myself and my whole family because we Black Lives Matter between uh, Tupac, B.I.G., all the fallen rappers who ain't here no more because they in heaven with God because they like their music and they like to stay alive in my heart. Yeah, now some of them, you, you know, know, they died, by, and they all died violently. Not necessarily a racism. They were like fighting uh, amongst themselves in the industry. But nowadays, and we call it modern day lynching. And that's happening and it's still going on. There was an incident just the other night. A young man in California who was hung by a tree. And it's being said in the newspaper and on the news that he hung himself from a tree. Which it seems a little unlikely to me. But I am particularly concerned about people with disabilities because they don't always know how to defend themselves or express themselves. And that's really, you know, makes matters worse. So what do we try to do? We avoid these protests. We definitely avoid those things because I don't think that that's too safe. And I'm glad that Gerard is part of the poetry group and that he's writing these poems which really make a lot of sense. I'm very proud of him for doing that. But I, as I said, I'm very protective of him, and I always will be, because I don't want any harm to come to him or anyone else for that matter. We're just trying to stay safe and express to other people how important it is to stay safe and avoid situations that could lead to a catastrophic situation. You agree with me, Jay? Yeah, I agree with you, Mark. Okay. Now, what are, you, what are your plans, you know, to keep yourself safe? I know, keep myself safe. I like to uh, do chores at home, help my mom with, with some rent, and stay.
leave at home, like I'm supposed to help mom with the cooking and the cleaning, all of that. Right. Now, to survive. Yeah. Now, we can't stay in the house all the time, and you do have to be go out into the world, especially when your job opens back up. And you have to just be mindful, be careful, and avoid situations that could lead to danger. Right, Jay? Yeah, I got and it. You're going, to, you're going to express, you're going to I'm live going that to way. express myself and live that way because God forbid if something comes up, I'm going to do what God expects me to do. Yeah, and we pray daily for God's protection. That's very, very important to us because without God, you know, we don't know what could happen. The worst things in the world could definitely happen, so... We put God first in everything that we do. Right, Jay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so moving forward, we're going to practice remaining safe, being mindful of what's going on in the world, and try to avoid all negativity as we possibly can. Now, when I was growing up, I had to deal with racism, not to the magnitude that's going on now, but I dealt with it, especially back in the 60s, Dr. Martin Luther King, the marches that he did, you know, for black people so that we can have the rights that we have today. And that was very important. It always sticks out in my mind. I say that to say everything that I learned, I pass it on to my children, especially to Gerard. He's the youngest and I will always be the mother hen to protect him. And I'm very grateful, very grateful that I have a sweet, loving son who does his very best in this world. Like, always doing the best of all the time, like, all these years. And I really need to stay out of trouble for life because I got to start making good choices like a black person, disabled person, or I to start doing the work at his job, focus on job, and do good. Every single day. Yes, and that's, yes, that is the practice. So thank you very much for this opportunity just to speak a little bit about what's going on in the world today and how we're going to practice to keep ourselves safe, Gerard safe, and anyone else that has a disability, be them black or white, it doesn't matter. Safety is what's most important in this world. So, you know, I, I hope I wasn't just babbling. No, you know? <laughs> no, it was beautiful. And I'm just really grateful to you both for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this emergency episode of We Need Gentle Truths for Now, Black Lives Matter. A cultural change about how we make sense of information is required. We have heard the poetry of Gerard G. and the loving teaching of his mother, Vanessa Grant. To learn more about poets, of course, to read more of their poems about Black Disabled Lives Matter and their connections to the Fake News Poetry Project, please see the embedded links or listen to our podcast, Zero. Fake News Poetry Workshops are pedagogical experiments in resistance. Workshops are shared acts of engaged, enraged intellectual citizenship. Workshops are civic commitment as pedagogy. They are art making and community building, organized around our own knowledge of self and community, connected to alternative research about what is fake and what is real, and how that, in turn, is connected to social media and to our own power. For me, 
They are the doing of beauty and the living of hope. This episode was produced, written, and read by Alexandra Yuhas. It was directed and edited by Matthew Hiddle and copy edited by Gavin McCormick. Music by Noah Chevin. The Zoom recording was facilitated by Kathy James. Social media assistance by Julia Gill and Cole Richards. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.